Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment incredible sports intelligence and now here's your host tom barton all right guys welcome back to another episode of believe in betting i am tom barton this is our major league baseball preview show major league baseball preview show we are going to get into everything some best bets that i have some over-unders uh, i'll give you my world series winner my cy youngs my mvps and some angles to watch all of it in the next episode here, we're going to get into it all. Guys, if you want to check us out, go check out hashtag SGN, Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, over at Facebook, over at Twitter. That is how you could reach us. Make sure you go check out all of our stuff that we do. Want to bet weekend edition, heard in over 100 places across America. Go check that out in sportsgarden.com as well. All right, guys, let's get right into it. Major League Baseball season. It was delayed. We had a small bump in the road. Doesn't matter. I'm still excited. I'm still pumped up. I am ready to go on the baseball season. We're going to get into all of that from a betting perspective. It is one of the best sports to make money on. You think about it, it's just common sense, guys. I know a lot of people don't like to bet baseball, but it is common sense that even the worst team in the league is going to win 50, 60 games. They're going to be underdogs in those games. They can make you money. As a matter of fact, it's usually against conventional wisdom. Usually, baseball takes a while for people to understand what's really going on. So the smart money and the smart bettors are out in front of it. For example, last year, the best under team to bet in all of Major League Baseball was the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, they crushed it on the unders last year, the Colorado Rockies. Well, because people think about Colorado, they think big big scoring, boom, you can make money betting on the unders there. Not all the teams that always make you so much money, well, uh, you know, they're the best teams. No, not always. The Seattle Mariners absolutely racked up the biggest amount of money in the American League last year. The best team to bet in the National League was the San Francisco Giants. So you have different things. Well, but who was the third best team? Well, the Detroit Tigers was the third best team to make money on. So it's all about perception, the public perception in Major League Baseball against what the reality is. There's plenty of time and plenty of room to make baseball money. So let's go into the divisions here. American League East last year, nine games separated the top four teams. It went Tampa, Boston, Yankees, Toronto, Baltimore. I don't think a lot of shakeup here. Uh, Baltimore's clearly on the bottom. Look, they have a nice future coming up ahead. And there's a lot of guys, you know, in two or three years will be contributors. But this year should be another rough season. I do like Mullins. I think Rushman's going to come up and give him a shot. And late in the season, you might get a, a Hall or a Rodriguez. They're two flamethrowers to come up and really give him a shot late in the year. But overall, look, this team's a mess. They lost 56 games on the road, 54 games at home. They are a mess. They are definitely a last place team. Now, these other four teams you could kind of throw together and, and mix and match. I'm a Yankee fan, okay? But I do think that the Yankees win this division. I think that the New York Yankees offseason was very much a letdown. It was a letdown because you get excited, you get pumped up, you're ready for all this, uh, this stuff, and then uh, let down. But at the end of the day, you still got good things, right? I mean, think about if you're ready to sit down for a great, huge... Uh, filet mignons you know, and lobster dinner. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. You're going to have an aged wine or a good beer. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And then what do you do? Well, you only really get 
uh, you know, a hamburger and ice cream sundae. No, the hamburger and ice cream Sunday is still pretty good, just not what you had in your mind. I think the Yankees got better from the left side of the plate. I think Gallo has a better year. I do like the addition of Rizzo. I think Severino could be an integral part. Donaldson and, and IFK or IKF, uh, these guys are gamers. Um, I think that their team is a little bit more athletic than it was last year. I think they win this division, but I don't think it's going to be by much. I know everybody's on top of Toronto, and Toronto seems like the flavor of the week. Look, I just can't buy into Toronto because you're hoping that Vladimir Guerrero has another triple crown type season. They don't come along that often. You're hoping that the Toronto Blue Jays don't suffer from losing a Cy Young Award winner in their staff. I mean, they lost a Cy Young Award winner, and they only won 91 games last year. You're also hoping that their offense is able to click to the point that it was last year where they scored 600 and, I'm sorry, 846 runs. It's unbelievable, but they spent a lot of that time in Dunedin, which is a tiny little ballpark. So I think Toronto will be right in the mix, but they're just not going to be able to replicate what they did last year when you lose a guy like Robbie Ray. Next up, Tampa. Tampa had 100 wins last year. I think they could take a small step back. They won a lot of close games, a lot of one-run games last season. Shane Baz being down early in the season, I think, does ding them up a little bit. You lose a big bat in the middle of that lineup in an offense that struggles to get runs at times. And I think Wander Franco could be an MVP candidate. Yeah, I think he's got that kind of potential, but I do think he's a year or two away from that. And then the Boston Red Sox, look, they set the number, did the odds makers at 85 and a half wins. So this isn't me, guys. Look, I have Boston uh, sitting there and I have Boston in third or fourth place. You could go either way with them. I think that these four teams are going to be decided by six games. Boston losing Chris Sale certainly hurts. Boston losing Eduardo Rodriguez, even though he didn't have the great numbers, that innings and those innings uh, that he was eating, that certainly hurts. And bringing on Trevor Story certainly helps. But I look, look, I, I don't think anybody wins 100 games here. I look at this division as Yankees winning, you know, 96, 97 games and the fourth place team, Boston, winning probably 88 or 89 games. It's going to be very close. I mean, it could be, you know, a three game, four game separation between all of these teams. So I think the A at least will be very good. I think you could make a case for all four of these teams winning the World Series, but I'm not buying the Toronto Blue Jays hype where people are picking them to win the World Series. I don't think you could do that without a true ace. And don't give me Kevin Gossman replacing Robbie Ray. No, that's not happening. I do think that the Yankees offseason wasn't what the Yankee fans wanted, but it was an improvement from the team that they had last year, starting on opening day with Jay Bruce at first base. The Boston Red Sox, I think they took a step back in pitching, but getting Trevor Story certainly helped. And Tampa Bay, just by regression to the mean, I think comes back to the pack a little bit. Let's go to the Central. Central. I got the White Sox winning this with ease. They won last year by 13 games. It might be 13, 14, 15 again. Chicago looks really good. Now, Lance Lynn going down for a month definitely puts a little bit of a damper there. They have a tremendous bullpen, lots of high-profile arms. Giolito, Dylan Cease will be better than we think they are. Um, you look at Luis Robert, everyone is looking at this kid and saying, yeah, he's an MVP. I'm saying Eloy Jimenez might be the MVP on this team. And then you get Tim Anderson, who's always going to be in the race as well. Chicago wins this division with ease. Coming up next, look, Cleveland had a nice, impressive season at 80 and 82. I don't think that they're anywhere near that. Everybody expects Detroit to be better, but the oddsmakers still have it set at 77 wins. Look, they, they won 77 last year. I think they do better than that. To me, they're an over 500 team. I like the addition of Austin Meadows. I think that that's a nice addition in the middle. I do think Austin Riley will be up really quickly here. And Riley and Meadows and Torkelson, all of a sudden, you got a, a pretty formidable 
rotate uh, 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 lineup, and then you go to the rotation and Scooble and Mice, they have some good things working there. And by the way, Eduardo Rodriguez, who I think is going to have a good year. I think Detroit's an over 500 team, and over 500 here can get you second place. I like the Royals a little bit as well. Um, the Royals won 74 games last year, but I like their profile. Run, 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 run. Whit Merrifield, Bobby Witt coming up is going to give a spark to that team. If Aldebarado Mondesi could stay even relatively healthy, I mean, those three guys combined can steal 100 bases, and I think that that's the kind of the formula for the Royals. Minnesota, I know they got Carlos Correa, and people expect Minnesota to bounce back here. They're kind of a dysfunctional team, and I don't love their pitching. I don't love their bullpen. It's okay, but they don't have a frontline guy. They lose Jose Barrios. You know, who they, they never went out there and replaced it. I think Joe Ryan's a nice player, but you know, people are looking at him, oh, he's going to be an ace. No, he's more of a number three. And then you do have the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland re-signed Jose Ramirez, which is a, a big deal. I think that this guy is one of the top 10 players in baseball. And Shane Bieber is one of the top five pitchers in baseball. I think Bieber has a fantastic season. Jose Ramirez looks really good. But I don't like anything else among the team. I mean, Andres Gimenez, he's okay. But overall, this team is kind of just out there going, all right, you got a closer, you got an ace, and you got an all-star MVP candidate. After that, it's like a, a vacant, barren wasteland. I'm not sure they, they win 75 games. So White Sox easily. The rest of them, I think you could jumble up. I kind of like Detroit. Not as much as it seems like the market is starting to like them. Although I do like the over there. I kind of like Kansas City more than most people. And then we go to the West where, look, the Oakland A's are trying to lose it. It seems though they want the number one overall pick. The Oakland A's look absolutely pathetic. They look miserable. They will be a last place team and they will lose 100 games this year. You look at the Texas Rangers. Texas is trying to make improvements. They're trying to go get guys all over the field, and they did. They certainly improved their their lineup, and I like Seager. I like what they, they've done, but they still can't pitch that well. Now, they had 60 wins last year. I think they improved, and even if they get a big improvement, what do you think, 10, 12, 15 games, a huge improvement? They're still a 75-win team, so I think the Rangers improve, but not enough to make any noise, which leaves us with Houston, Seattle, and the Angels. Everyone's on Seattle. Seattle's the flavor of the month here. It's, uh, it looks like Seattle and Toronto are kind of the teams that everybody loves. Look, Seattle did a lot of that last year with smoke and mirrors. Now, I like the idea of getting uh, Aguino Suarez. He could still have a little bit of power there. I like Julio Rodriguez. I think he could be the uh, AL MVP. Um, I'm sorry, AL Rookie of the Year, and it wouldn't surprise me if he gets a little MVP nod. Jared Kelnick still struggling. I don't believe in their pitching. I worry about their bullpen. Robbie Ray was great last year. I don't know if it translates to Seattle. Houston, meanwhile, uh, look, Houston's got some problems as well. Houston's offense is fantastic. I think Kylo, Kylo Tucker can win the MVP. Jordan Alvarez is a huge bat. Bregman, if he could stay healthy, is an MVP candidate. But their pitching is, is weak. Look, Verlander coming back, we don't know what he's going to give you. But what I can tell you, he's not going to give you 180 innings. And then after that, they lose some veteran leadership. They got a, a bunch of mix-and-match guys. I think Houston won 95 games last year uh, with a, a team that probably shouldn't have won 95 games. And I think that this year they take a little step back. That's why I have the Angels winning this division. I look at that lineup and I say it might be the best in baseball. Their division is a tough division. I get it. But they might be able to slug their way to just a ton of wins. I love Mike Trout in the middle with Joey Otani, Anthony Rendon coming back. I think Joe Adele is massively underrated, and I think he could have a massively big explosion year. Walsh is an underrated guy. Their bullpen is good. They got to grab Ryan Tapera from Toronto, by the way, and the loss by Toronto, but they grabbed him. 
to set up for Inglacius, which you like the one-two combination, that eight-nine, and you have to like the fact that they have Noah Syndergaard. Whether you like him or not, um, he is a true number one. I think they're just going to be able to bash their way to almost 85-90 wins. So I'm taking the Angels. Overall, Look, I think the White Sox are probably the best team. I think the Yankees can get there. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, I think the White Sox are going to represent the American League in the, uh, you know, in the World Series if Lance Lynn can come back healthy. And I think that that's a big if right now. Look, you can make a case for any of these teams. Yankees, Red Sox, Tampa, Toronto, Houston, Seattle, Angels. White Sox, they all have problems. The White Sox had the least amount of problems, but Lance Lynn going down does worry me. If he's able to come back and it's only a bump in the road, the White Sox will go to the World Series. I, I think it's that simple. If they, if not, I think it opens up the door because Giolito shouldn't really be a number one, and Dylan Cease probably isn't ready for that number two role. So a lot is on Lance Lynn's shoulders. Let's stay with the American League here. Cy Young, look, I think Garrett Cole is going to be the best pitcher in the American League, but they don't give it to Yankees. They just don't. Cole deserved it last year. Judge deserved the MVP a couple of years ago. Uh, Miguel Andujar deserved the Rookie of the Year over Shohei Otani. Uh, Derek Jeter deserved an MVP way back when instead of Joe uh, Joe Maurer. I mean, uh, or Justin Morneau, I should say. So they just don't give it to New York Yankees. So I think Cole will be the best pitcher here. And maybe a Giolito steps up. It's possible a guy like a Giolito steps up. I don't think Robbie Ray comes in and has a, a, a good year where he's going to be an MVP or a Cy Young candidate again like he was last year. Shane McClanahan, I just don't think they give him the innings in Tampa. So that leaves me with... With Shane Bieber, I think that Bieber could be the Cy Young. So I'll take a shot there. While I did say for the MVP, Kyle Tucker might be the guy. Look, I think Aaron Judge has a huge year, but he's going to have to compete with a couple of guys on his team. I think Devers and Bogarts could have good years, as well as Trevor Story. Again, competing with guys on his own team. The White Sox, I mentioned Robert, I mentioned Jimenez, competing with guys on his own team. So Kyle Tucker is a guy I kind of want to go with. And on a betting standpoint, 25 to 1 odds is pretty nice. But I'm going with Mike Trout. I think Mike Trout comes back this year. I think, I know, look, I know he's got to compete with Shohei Otani, but when you look at what I think Mike Trout can do, I think 50 bombs, I think he competes for the Triple Crown. Give me the MVP at 4-1 to odds for Mike Trout. All right, let's go to the National League. Atlanta won it last year with 88 wins. I don't think that um, 88 wins is that bad. I, I think that Atlanta might get 88 wins again. Yeah, they're an 88-win team. But that's not enough for me. I like Philly in this division. Look, Zach Wheeler and Nola form a really good one-two. Harper got an MVP and one of the quietest MVPs for superstar we've ever seen. You look around what they've done in Philly. They've improved that bullpen enough. They have good pitching. They have good frontline pitching. They have a good lineup up and down that rotation. I, I like everything that they've done. They could hit the ball all out of the park all the time. They could run a little bit as well. I'm taking Philly to win this division. And you go, well, Tom, what about the New York Mets? Once DeGrom went down and then Scherzer got it banged up, I can't take the Mets here, guys. I can't. The Mets are going to be the Mets, and that means bad things are going to happen to them. New York might make some moves, and they might have to. If Jacob DeGrom did not get hurt, I'd probably have the Mets winning this division. But he's a massive part of this. You can't look at the best pitcher in baseball, and that's what DeGrom is when he's healthy, and say, well, yeah, we're not. It, it, the Mets aren't going to suffer. They could still win the division without him. No, I just don't think that they can. Then you got Miami and Washington. Washington, it's Juan Soto and everyone else. They just don't have enough there. 
And then you got Miami. Look, I liked Miami last year. I think that they have a lot of good pitching, but they're already experiencing some arm problems, already experiencing some issues out there. I do like the addition of a guy like Ore Soler. I think the Marlins are trending in the right direction. They won 67 games last year. They'll probably compete right around 500 this year, so it'll be a nice season, but they're not a real threat. Philly, for me, in that division. Over in the Central... Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, looks like they're actively trying to lose. I mean, it really does. Brian Reynolds is there, Luis Castillo in Cincinnati, and neither one of those guys, their superstars, might be in town for very long. I don't see an upside for either one of these teams. Pittsburgh just keeps shooting themselves in the foot. They won uh, 61 games last year, and I think that might be a high watermark this year. So Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, don't even pay attention to. The Cubs, Cubs are interesting because 71 wins last year. They set the number pretty low. I think the Cubs, and I keep convincing myself that the Cubs might be able to be, I don't know, a 500 team. Look, they play Cincinnati and Pittsburgh twice this year. That's a lot of wins right there. I think Kyle Hendricks has a little bit of back bounce back season. I like Marcus Stroman. I like Rowan Wick on the back end. Their bullpen is not as bad as people think. I think Suzuki was a nice pickup. You know, I'm not asking them to do a lot. They won 71 games last year. You know, six, seven, eight game improvement. You're flirting with 500. That's what I think they do, flirt with 500. St. Louis won 90 games last year. Uh, There's a lot of question marks in St. Louis. Look, I love Goldschmidt. I love Arenado. I love Tyler O'Neill. Let me just put it out there. But the rest, I worry about. I I like Adam Wainwright a lot. Not sure if he's going to be a Cy Young candidate again. I like Yadier Molina and Albert Pauls, and the story is really good. How much do they have left in the tank? Who is behind Adam Wainwright? Because Flaherty is banged up, and then... You know, you got question marks like Mats and whatnot, all question marks there. The bullpen, massively talented. Again, loaded with question marks. So can they win 90 games again? Yeah, they probably can, probably get a wild card spot. It's not going to be enough to upend the Milwaukee Brewers, who I see absolutely winning this division. I see them winning 100 games, maybe one of the best teams in the league. They have the best one, two, three punch in baseball when you're talking about the rotation. Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta, the forgotten man, one, two, three goes deep. You look at the bullpen, I'm not sure that there's a better bullpen than Devin Williams leading into Josh Hader, who is clearly the best closer in the league. So their pitching is unmatched, absolutely unmatched. You go to the hitting. Willie Adamas turned around his season last year. He really got some MVP votes, guys. He looked real good. You look at a guy like Hunter Renfro comes over. He's got 30 run home run power. Uh, Rowdy Telez has 30 home run power. If they could get anything out of Christian Yelich, they could win well over 100 games. Give me Milwaukee there. Speaking about 100 games, got a couple of 100-game winners in the West. And then you got garbage teams. Look, the Arizona Diamondbacks won 52 games last year. They could have a 10-game improvement and still lose 100 games. I mean, th- this is what we're talking about. So, Zach Gallen is nice. I like Seth Beer. I like Rojas. I-, I like Marte. They got some nice players. Arizona is not as bad as we saw last year, but even with a nice improve, Even if they improve by 20 games, they're still a 72-win team. That's pathetic. The Colorado Rockies got worse when they lost Trevor Story. They got worse when they lost John Gray. They won 74 games last year, and they got worse. Even getting rid of Tapia, they got worse. So 74 wins, I think that's a high watermark for Colorado. That leaves San Francisco 107, LA Dodgers 106, and then San Diego, which just absolutely just looked pathetic last year. Look, I think San Diego looks better this year. I like their moves. I like their rotation. You Darvish look good, but wait a minute. You Darvish faded at the end of the year. Wonder about that. You look at Sean Manet. Yeah, he's coming over. I like that move. But Fernando Tatis is your spark plug. He's going to be out for a while, and he can never stay on the field anyway. 
I think it's San Diego and San Francisco kind of the same. Look, San Francisco, 107 wins. They're not going to do that again. You can't do that and lose a Hall of Famer like Buster Posey, who's not only really good as a bat at bat, but also framing pitchers, working with the young guys. Uh, you also lose Kevin Gaussman. They lost too much. This isn't a team talented enough to lose that. So they go from 107 probably to about 85, 87 wins or so. I think San Diego will be right there battling for second place. The Dodgers are just a machine. The Dodgers are fantastic. Now, I can find some holes in the Dodgers. I can tell you that the Dodgers rotation, nobody's really good for 180 innings. They don't go deep into the games. That might tax the bullpen, but the bullpen's absolutely solid. The bullpen is stacked out of this world. Yeah, they have some injury issues, and Cody Bellinger's got to find his stride. Doesn't matter. They could back into 100 wins easily. So I got the Dodgers, Milwaukee, and Philly. Now, you look at this, and, you know, you could just go chalk, and you could just say the Dodgers all the way, all the chalk, go for it. But I'm still an advocate. I'm an old man that's still saying good pitching beats good hitting. I'm taking the Milwaukee Brewers to go to the World Series. And as a matter of fact, I'm taking the Milwaukee Brewers to win the World Series. I think that pitching staff is reminiscent of Glavin Smoltz. And yeah, I, I mean, Maddox, look, you can say I'm premature, sure, but... While I'm sitting in the moment, I think these three guys, Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta, all can be in the Cy Young vote. I think they'll all be in the top 10 in the Cy Young voting. Their bullpen is fantastic. I think Willie Adamas has an MVP kind of campaign. Yeah, you could get him at 100 to 1 odds. I put it down for MVP for Willie Adamas. So I'm all in for Milwaukee. As far as MVP goes, yeah, look, I threw some money down on him. I wouldn't write Harper off. I think Atlanta could have a couple of guys like Acuna, but I don't know how much he runs early on. The Dodgers will all kind of knock each other out. So it's a wide open field. I, I, that's why I, I think taking a long shot's okay. As far as the Cy Young, look, I, I, you got three Milwaukee Brewers. One of them is most likely going to win it, but don't overlook Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola, who you get at about 14 to 1 to win the Cy Young. Great peripherals last year, just didn't have the results. If his team goes into first place, I can absolutely see Aaron Nola winning the Cy Young. So that's going to do it for me, guys. Look, I, I mean, baseball is here. I am absolutely pumped up. I'm on a, the Brewers over the White Sox in the World Series. What a weird and crazy World Series that would be. Look, it's probably going to be chalk. We're probably going to have, you know, Astros Dodgers again or something like that. But it is fun to think about. That's going to do it for me, guys. Go check out sportsgarden.com, SGN. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.